I'm Trevor Barnes, a journalist of, what, 30 years standing, a bit of a number to start off with, and also an author who writes books which sell in very small numbers, as it happens. And I was commissioned to write a book on faith and numbers and looking at the relationship between numbers and the events described in the scriptures. Numbers count, but not quite in the way everybody thinks. They go beyond, if you like, their arithmetical significance and denote much wider things. St Augustine in the 5th century said, Numbers are the universal language offered by the deity to humans as confirmation of the truth. Well, that's all very well that numbers are important. What they mean and how you actually discern their meaning are two different questions. The significance of numbers in the scriptures usually goes way, way beyond the merely arithmetical. They do denote meaning rather than fact. So it would be unconscionable to have, at the time of the Exodus, let us say, a big sign that said the promised land is so many kilometres away from Egypt itself. It wouldn't be done. It will be said it will take so long. It will be a time of trial, it will be a time of testing. And then when it was all looked and summed up in the end, it turned out to be 40 years. 40 recurs throughout many of the scriptures as denoting a time of testing, a time of trial. So 40 years in the wilderness, 40 days on Mount Sinai for Moses in communion with God to receive the Ten Commandments. If you move to the New Testament, 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. All these things which are clearly not coincidental. There was something greater behind them, which was more than mere arithmetic. Then you look at the number 12. 12 tribes of Israel, Jesus chooses 12 apostles. And when one of them dies, uh, Judas Iscariot committing suicide, the disciples could easily have carried on as they were before, just as effectively. But they were replaced by Matthias, who brought the number back up to 12. So 12 does have an inherent significance. And even beyond that, in other traditions, in the Quran, in Islam, the 99 names of God, the five pillars of Islam, they are, these numbers, associated with concepts, with ideas, and with storytelling. And there are physical constants in the universe. I'm no scientist, but pi, the speed of light, exist as numbers, and they can't be changed. Those are, if you like, numbers and physical laws that dictate the way the universe functions and the way in which matter is felt and experienced. And then, of course, that sort of symmetry almost... I would actually dare to say beauty is actually experienced through certain shapes, through certain ratios, the ratio of, I think, the golden mean, which is a ratio of one side a third, the other side two thirds, not sure what it is precisely, but it's something that makes itself felt on people merely looking at it for a long time. For example, books were printed more or less to those ratios. If you're framing a photograph, there is such a thing as the rule of thirds, where you put the subject that you want to be most in focus and to draw the attention at that third point. Even I take out of my wallet here a credit card, not in themselves beautiful objects, but the shape, I think, is a perfect little shape that just seems to me to work. And that's mathematics, that's numbers, that's something that doesn't change. It's a constant.
So we'll be looking at numbers in all their various forms, in all their various traditions, from the five pillars of Islam to the two-ness of the yin and the yang, from the four noble truths of Buddhism to the significance of zero in Hindu cosmology. And along the way, one or two personal numbers. My own favourite, 1964, the year I saw a very special film endorsed, it seems now, by the Vatican itself. And you can hear this programme again and find other editions of Things Unseen at www.thingsunseen.co.uk.